0: Good evening. Good evening, if you would, open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, we'll be looking at verse 18 tonight, Very, very familiar passage of scripture, how many of us have shared our faith with others? Have we took the time to tell someone else about Jesus Christ? And if you think about it, these two questions can be asked in any church, and there will be two different answers. There will be Christians that answer the question with a yes. They've shared their faith with others, and there will be Christians that will answer with a no. They have not shared their faith with others. So we have Christians that will share their faith, and then we have Christians that never share their faith. That's just a fact of life in the church. But tonight what I want to look at is why would a Christian never share their faith? Why would they never share their faith? when we look in the scripture, the Bible tells us that we are to share our faith. We're called to share our faith. Yet, some Christians are scared. They're scared of what the world will think, how people will react. They don't want to cause an offense. They don't want to be offensive to others. That's what they say. But then... It makes you think, are they scared of offending others, or are they just offended by the cross? Offended by the cross, of Jesus' Christ. In 1 Corinthians one eighteen, it says, For that preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before, just thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you've given us. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us tonight as we worship together. Again, Lord, we lift up those that are sick and shut in; those that could not make it tonight; those that are traveling; those that have lost loved ones. Lord, you know each name and each need of those that are on the prayer list, and we just lift them up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us tonight; that you would illuminate your word, just give me the words to say and hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, I just pray that, again, that you would just be with us, just overshadow us with your love and watch care, and just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. And again, Lord, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and you'd overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, it goes without saying that the cross of Jesus Christ is offensive to the world. We can see it. People are offended by the message of the cross. They're offended that, you know, when they hear about a Savior who died for them. And Paul tells us why it is offensive. Why, it's foolishness. He says, it's foolishness to those that perish, those that are lost. They're offended by the cross because people don't want to hear the gospel. For instance, I know someone who said they're God-fearing, even though they don't go to church, even though they don't read their Bible, they don't believe God will send them to hell. That's what they said. Yet, they have never believed on Christ. They've never received him as their Lord and Savior. And every other word out of their mouth is a cuss word. The preaching of the cross is foolishness to some. And you have people that will say, well, I'm God-fearing. I believe in God. But the Bible tells us the demons also believe in trouble. The cross is foolishness. They don't believe, people don't believe, the lost do not believe they need Jesus Christ. They don't believe they need a Savior who died for them. And it makes you ask, why? Why are people like that? And two things come to mind. The first is when you look at someone who is lost, you are looking at someone who is dead, they're dead. Not physically dead. They're spiritually dead. And if you think about it, someone who is dead cannot see the state they're in. They're blinded. They're in darkness. And that's what Paul says. They're in darkness. Their hearts are darkened. They can't see the state they're in. Thus... When confronted by the Savior, it's foolishness. It's foolishness to them. And then, secondly, you have some who don't believe in sin. But that goes back to their hearts being dark. They don't believe they sin. Of course, then you have some, and I'll just mention this as an aside, you have some that don't even believe in hell or that God would send anyone to hell. So what you have is, is the entire concept of sin, of judgment, of the substitutionary atonement of Christ, Of the cross, the sacrifice of Christ, the death of Christ in our place, all of these different things that go into salvation is foolishness to these people. So when we speak of the preaching of the cross, what Paul is talking about here, he says the preaching of the cross The preaching of the cross is nothing more than the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's all he's talking about. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is foolishness to people that perish, that are lost. It's offensive to them. Yet, Christians are called, we are commanded to go into the world and share something that is foolishness to people that need to hear it. We're called and commanded to share the gospel, the message of the cross, to this this world. I mean, turn over to Matthew 28. Look at verses 19 and 20. Christ commands... Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always until the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Now the command to go into all the world was given to the disciples. This was a command to the disciples. But by extension, it was given to the church. Because the disciples are the ones that started to spread the gospel and build the church. So it's a command not only to the disciples, it's a command to the church. And it's a command to the church throughout history. It's a command to all Christians everywhere throughout history that was first given to the disciples, and that is that we are to go into all the world and tell the good news of Jesus Christ to others. So what this means, we are to preach the cross. That's what it means. We're to preach the cross. We're to tell others about Jesus Christ and him crucified. We must, as Christians, follow the word of God. And we're commanded by the word, by Jesus Christ, to go into the world. And we must base our entire Christian life on the word of God. It's like Emil Bruner once said, and this is just paraphrasing it, he said, our true being comes by basing our life on the word of God. The gospel of Christ, the preaching of the cross, is offensive to the world, to the lost, but it should never be offensive to the Christian." It should never be offensive to the Christian. Yet, when we neglect sharing the gospel, when we have the opportunity, and you can think of it this way, when we have opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to share the gospel with someone, and we never do it, In effect, we're showing that we find the message of the cross offensive. That we're ashamed of it. And think about what Paul writes in Romans. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. We shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel. But when we fail to share the gospel... And I'm not talking just missing one opportunity. I'm talking about people that never share the gospel. Christians that come to church week after week after week and never share the gospel. It seems as though they're offended by it. that they find the cross offensive. And what leads to this? And I sat there thinking about what would lead to this? And basically, it starts with fear. It starts with fear fear of the world, fear of ridicule, fear of persecution, the cares of the world. But then I was like, that's too easy of an excuse. Because we can all say that we're scared to share the gospel. We can all say, well, we have worries, we have this, we have that. So I started thinking harder about it. And I came up with this. Christians can't share the gospel of Jesus Christ A lot of Christians can't share the gospel of Jesus Christ because they don't know the gospel of Jesus Christ. They never pick up their Bible and study it. How can we expect someone to share the gospel with someone else when they don't even know it? Because they were never reading their Bible, they never cracked the cover they don't know the Bible well enough to share it. And what that shows is a Christianity today that is in need of not only revival, but just a basics in what it means to be a Christian. We should never fear the world. We should not fear ridicule or persecution. But we should know our Bible. And we should know the gospel well enough to share the gospel with someone else. But when we look at fear in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 Paul writes that Christ has not given us a spirit of fear. Think about that. We should never fear anything because we don't have a spirit of fear dwelling in us. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Christ has given us power. He's given us love. He's given us a sound mind, not a spirit of fear. We should not fear the world. We are to use the spirit that God has given us, that indwelling Holy Spirit, and we are to use the power of God to go into the world because we have nothing to fear from the world. But we can expect Christians to go into the world if they're not prepared to go into the world. Christians need to be prepared. That's why it is so important for us to have an active prayer life and to have an active study of the Bible in our life. The quiet time is important. Setting a time apart every day where you can have a time of prayer and Bible study on your own. And then you'll be prepared. But we have nothing to fear from the world because we belong to Jesus Christ. Instead of acting ashamed or offended by the gospel, instead of letting a fear, spirit of fear take hold, We need to be as the examples we have in the Bible and in history. Now what do I mean? Think of Jesus and how he wept over Jerusalem. Just the sin that was rampant in Jerusalem and how he wept over that. Think of Paul and how He said that he wished that he would be accursed if it meant that Israel would be saved and come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Think of Moses asking God to forgive Israel. And if not, having his own name blotted from God's book. And then in history, we have the example of John Knox. When he was... Ministering in Scotland, he prayed, Give me Scotland or I die. Scotland for Jesus Christ. Then we have John Wesley, who said, The entire world is my parish. Meaning that he wanted to share the gospel with the world. We should never be ashamed of sharing the gospel. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So we should never fear the reproach of the world. But we need to know our Bible. We need to know the gospel. We need to study our Bible so we can share the gospel and not fear what the world throws at us. Because we know that the cross is foolishness to the world. It's foolishness to them that perish. But to us, it's the power of God, it's salvation, and it's the message of love that we need to share with others. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that we can just learn from your word. And I just pray, Lord, that we would just take what we learn and help us to apply it into our daily walk. And again, Lord, if there's any... Here that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. Continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 All right, if you would take your-